welcome back to A Griffin's Tales. Today we're continuing with First Came Trust. When we left off, the siblings were reunited for the first time since their rescue, and Dalma and Shirzad had some pointed questions for Lila about Air New Jewelry. Here's part four of First Came Trust. Lila swallowed and made himself meet the soldier's eyes. A. She said that her people would understand. She! Dalma erupted. Lila and the soldier both ignored him, ignored Shirzad's attempt to step forward and push the soldier back. Dalma grabbed Lila's hand, shaking him. Lila, who could you know here well enough to use personal address? What is going on? Still, neither Lila nor the soldier looked away from each other. Finally, the soldier nodded. Deeply enough, it might have been another bow. I do understand, though I wonder if you do. Lila, in truth, didn't understand, but A remembered what Lady Bethania had said about it not being done properly, and something in the edge the soldier's voice had taken made him wonder if that lack of proper might be more than just not having the right necklace. Shirzad grabbed Dalma's arm and pulled him back, not knowing or liking what this was, but recognizing they would learn more by listening than demanding. Taking a deep breath, Lila said carefully, I understand that she took what I offered. Her hands clenched together in her lap. That she has told me the truth and given me hope when I saw none. The rest I am willing to wait to understand. When she gave me this... A loosened her hands momentarily to tap the collar. She said that we didn't have time for her to explain, and I agree. What might have happened if she waited scares me. Lila was saying too much, especially with her siblings there. Shirzad with her too sharp mind, and Dalma with her unending questions. But Lila was too tired to truly control her tongue too full of relief and hope and lingering fear to be cautious. And perhaps that was well, for if A had said less, perhaps the soldier would not have understood, accepted. For another long moment, A stared deep into Lila's eyes, then stepped back with another nod. Dalma and Sherzad immediately crowded close. "'What are you talking about?' the soldier murmured. I can explain at least part, if you wish. Lila swallowed, then nodded. Please. The soldier, whose name was Abdal, and had served the noble Bethania for over a decade, stuck her head out of the pavilion and waved over another guard. Someone needed to actually be guarding. Once one of Abdal's squad was in place, Abdal seated himself on the floor, leaning against one of the pavilion supports. To a relief, the two humans seated themselves as well. For a moment, I wasn't sure how to begin, then decided that there was no point in anything but bluntness. Your sibling pledged their life to noble Bethania of Aeland in the royal domain of Balul. The nobility accepted this pledge. Unfortunately, they did not have a proper pledge necklace here, which I assume is why they used the collar. I will not speak of personal matters, but I know that collar has 
personal meaning for the nobility separate from the purpose it was made for. Pledged? Why does that sound like being married? Abdal nearly laughed. Lila blushed. While I hadn't paid attention at the time, he did remember the way noble Bethania looked at them. And truth be told, Lila did not find air recollection of Bethania at all distasteful. No, though there are those who say that a pledge is closer than marriage, and not without reason. The pledge is a two-edged sword. The pledged one is the voice and arm of our sovereign. In council or the royal court or ordering the household, your sibling's voice will be that of the noble Bethania, and will be obeyed as such. All three siblings stared at him. Shock, surprise, confusion, excitement, concern, mirrored in different ways on each face. Abdal drove on, knowing A was overwhelming the siblings, but needing them to hear all. But your voice belongs to you, yes? You control your voice, your arms, your legs. In the same way the pledge's life belongs to their sovereign. Abdal paused and looked Lila in the eyes, pleased to see A did not look away. The sovereign may command that the pledged sleep in the kennels, or serve in the sovereign's bed, or work as a drudge, and none may gainsay them. That's not how it's supposed to be, and I can't see noble Bethania doing such. But it's happened, and will again. No one said anything for a long moment. The siblings struggling with this drastic change of circumstance Lila had created. Then Sherzad gently... You wanted this? Yes, Lila said, not daring to say more, afraid to even hint at how little A had truly understood what A had done, of what A had committed himself to. Why? Dalma demanded, but Abdal cut him off. We do not question the pledged, A said, and Lila shuddered with relief. A had dreaded Dalma's questions, needed time to answer her own before A could answer any others. Their reasons for offering are their own, Abdal continued, and they have done a hard enough thing without being hounded by those who doubt. Questions, if you have them, may be directed... Questions, if you have them, you may ask of the nobility who accepted the pledge. Something in her tone said that Abdal also had questions A would be asking of the nobility. While the siblings had been speaking with Abdal, others had been preparing to get back on the road. Two came in to carry the nobility's special chest. Others began deconstructing the pavilion to pack away in the wagons. Then the two who took the chest returned and waited, somewhat patiently, to be able to pack up the blankets and cot. Abdal looked to Lila. I do not know how you prefer to travel, but injured as you are, I believe a place in the wagons has been prepared. One of those waiting bowed. Yes, Lieutenant. There is a canvas over the bed of the first wagon so the pledged can stay out of the sun. Lila looked to Dalma and Shirzad. I need to do this. I know you don't understand. Dalma looked away and sighed. Fine. It's not like you to rush into things, so if you are, there is a reason. And don't think I've forgotten that you apologize for the guard trying to kill us. But that can be discussed another day, Shirzad put in. I don't think it would be safe for us to go home and... A grimaced. My courtship of Philippos wasn't going anywhere. 
"'Took you long enough to admit it,' Dalma muttered. "'So it's not like anyone is waiting up for us,' Shirzad continued, ignoring Dalma. A looked to the waiting servants. "'Since the nobility has invited us to come, I assume there is room for Dalma and I somewhere as well?' "'Yes,' A was assured. "'It will be crowded, but there should be enough space in the wagon.' The End Part 4 First Came Trust See you next time.